0: No matter where you are, you are being watched. In today's world, no one is off the grid. Existing in the modern world has been forever changed. What's out there? What's What's out there? Most people don't want to know, but you are about to get clued in. This is Patriot Games. Patriot Patriot Games. Games. We'll explore different intelligence, techniques, spycraft, and the latest cutting edge technology that will blow your mind. We'll introduce you to pros who've spent careers in the Intel community. With incredible stories, we'll expose it all. Welcome to Patriot Games. And now, your host, Greg Phillips.
1: Hey, it's Greg Phillips. Welcome to Patriot Games. Uh, we got a really interesting show today. Um, but before we get started, check this out.
2: Because I know more than everybody in here about what you're doing in my Because I know more than everybody in here about what you're doing in my history. Yes, sir. I know how you manufacture votes. I know how you leave the votes in the machines. I know how you do it. And the thing is, we're not crazy.
0: We're not crazy.
2: If I go outside of this building and I run a stop sign, I'm going to get stopped. They're going to ask me for what they need to ask me for. If I have warrants, I go to jail. Right? Your election administrator can violate the law and nothing is done. You can't ask the DA to do anything about these people because the Voter Harvesters worked on her campaign.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, they want to
2: talk. Yeah. See, when I come in the building, I can change the atmosphere, I'm the weatherman. <laughs> because I know what's going on. And they don't have the guts to stop me. They won't threaten me. I wish you would. Do you know what my pronouns are? I wish a fuck would. <laughs> Those are my pronouns. And I stand for everybody in here, everybody in the county. So I'm going to read you something that came to me during early voting from an election judge. Democratic election judge on October 30th at 12:12 12, 12 p.m. They came by about 3 p.m. to pick up the ballots. My bag can hold 3,000, so my monitor down there with the numbers, they sent me an email to call and request for ballot bag replacement. I did not call them. Why was those ballots moved? Why did they move those machines in the middle of the day? You know why they moved those machines in the middle of the day? Because they manipulated those votes. So I'm gonna say it in here and I got I got a little time because we're all in the same family. Yes, sir. and I ain't gonna hide nothing from what I feel is the worst criminal that I've ever laid eyes on in two years mr Ellis and I know you back there watching me it's me versus you and I'm gonna drag you like a Persian world I can call him, I know y'all, y'all. they made y'all do something a few weeks ago where you removed a man and all that. I can call him a clown. I can call him whatever I want to call him. According to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, where I won 300000 against HISD for trying to restrict my speech. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what we ain't going to do. As long as I don't curse him out, and as long as I don't threaten him, I can say what I want. Am I correct?
0: Yes, sir. Yes. We sing a tired of that man.
2: We sing a tired of him. And guess what? It's going to be us to take that Negro out that See, what am I
1: saying? That? Gary Monroe is the man in this video. He has done uh, some extraordinary work. Um, a lot of folks uh, will tell you, you know that that he's nuts or whatever, but what this guy is is he's a passionate patriot um, who believes that that um, that that the way to save the kids today is through the school systems or the school boards, uh, and has stepped up in a in a variety of ways to take on one of the most entrenched criminal cabals in all of government in Harris County, Texas. That's Houston. Um, And uh, I mean, it's really, um, that passion that you saw in that video is really what Gary uh, brings to all of his life and all of, all of his work. So with that, um, let's bring Gary, uh, Monroe into, into, uh, the Patriot games. Hey, before we get started, just want to let everybody know that my audio is going to sound a little compressed, uh, during this interview with Gary Monroe. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, his, um, his uh, message is super powerful, so please listen in. All right, folks. Uh, Gary Monroe, welcome to Patriot Games.
2: Man, thank you
1: so much. I am so glad that you're here. Uh, uh, the um, listeners just got to uh, take a quick view of your video that has now gone viral around uh, uh, speaking at the commissioner's court. and. Harris County, Texas, you know, most folks don't, around the country may or may not know that Harris County is the third largest voting block in the United States of America. It's critically important to what goes on, um, not just in Texas, but because of the size of it, the momentum that's created as shenanigans are played, in, and, you know, believe me, and Gary's about to tell us, shenanigans are played all the time in Harris County, Texas, all the um, so you know, before we get into that, uh, tell, tell everybody a little bit about you. I mean, you know, for those of us that have been, been around uh, Houston for a while, I mean, we know of you, but uh, so where are you from and, and uh, what we'll brought you to this, uh, this uh, 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 moment in your life?
2: I'm a lifelong Houstonian, man. I, I grew up here and um, I've been a 14-year education advocate. So I wake up every morning battling school districts to make sure that our kids are treated fairly and make sure my parents are treated fairly. I started on a little corner in third war, Texas battling. And now I get to travel all over the country with my company, Monroe consultation, LLC. Um, what got me to this point, man, I I ran for school board. I think it was in 18 or 17. And, um, I got, I got the dog shit beat out of me and it didn't make sense you know, because I knew my people would come out to vote. So I didn't understand the cheating and all that stuff, you know, and then I ran again. Well, the second time I ran, you know, the first time I ran I only raised like $900. The second time I ran, I raised 115,000. So I'm armed and dangerous with money. I can do this now. My opponent had no name recognition, had never been to a school board meeting. And this is what really triggered it. Um, Her campaign manager sent word out three days before the election that they were going to come out the gate with twenty eight hundred votes. Well, they didn't come out with twenty eight hundred. They came out with twenty eight fifty nine. Out of all the numbers that I could pretty good
1: guess, that's pretty good guess, Gary. Yeah,
2: that's a hell of a guess. (laughs) And 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 you know, I've been dealing with it back and forth. I connected with my good friend Aubrey Taylor, who um, does a lot of investigative work, and we just started digging, digging, digging. And, and, you know, in 2020, you know, I found I personally found them cheating uh on with, with the drive through voting. I, I, I observed with my own eyes, you know, people coming out of a voting location, giving IDs to people sitting in cars, you know, four or five people in cars, giving them IDs. And when I went inside to talk to the judge that was over that location, they called six cars of constables on me. Now, if anybody knows me, I'm not scared of anybody, let alone law enforcement. I'm I'm not afraid, and I know my rights. And at that point, I was all in. I mean, whatever we got to do to stop the cheat, especially in Harris County, which is bigger than 31 states in the United States of America, then you know we got to do what we got to do. And since then, man, I've been all up, you know, at Austin legislative season, lighting it up. Uh, But anytime I show up and I say something. I got the evidence to prove it.
1: Well, let's talk about that. So, uh, for for those of you that have just now seen the video of, of Gary and Commissioner's Court, um, uh, first of all, that's a real video, folks. That's not that's not something staged or planned or whatever. I mean, that that's this guy's the real deal. So, Gary, what, what walk the people through your view of what happens in this process? So, so. You're running. You're doing your best. You got you got an opponent who's you know vanished. I guess living in their basement doing the Joe Biden thing. That woman out in uh, out in Arizona who's claiming she won uh, did the same thing, kind of hid in her basement and doesn't come outside, doesn't go to meetings, doesn't do, not make speeches around. Mm-hmm. So t- t- lead everybody up to election day or up to the point at which you recognize that the 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 cheat was actually on, and then kind of. Uh, Share with everybody what actually happened that day.
2: Well, the one thing I didn't want to do after my first election run, I'm not a politician. I'm a public servant. So win, lose, or draw after my first run, I was going to keep working for the kids regardless. Um, And after I lost, I just went back to what I was great at doing, which was giving hell to this school district or any district around here when it pertains to kids. So we got to the point where I decided, okay, I'm going to run again. Okay. But this time I got to raise money and I raised the money that I needed to raise. And okay, let's put a team together. I put the team together and I actually ran my own campaign. I I didn't go get high power consultants and I just ran my own campaign. And the lady who at this moment, she's in office. So I, I even work with her right now on issues pertaining to the kids, because it's not about me or her. It's about taking care of the kids. So, um, She had no name recognition, none. Nobody had ever heard of her. She had never been to a school board meeting. Now, me, on the other hand, I had missed a school board meeting in 10 years. So every month I was there. So everybody knew me. They were ready for me with all the issues that we had. I've had master trustees tell me they've never seen anybody that knows education like me. Um, And and honestly, I can fix education in Texas in a heartbeat. It's simple to do. So we, we getting ready to do it. And I mean, of course, they started the same old trickery. You know, we put out our big signs and, and they started cutting them down. But they didn't know I had a team that was going to float at night to make sure nobody cut my signs down. And we caught somebody cutting them down in the, in, in the process of cutting them down. My guy chased them all around town until they got afraid. And they actually went to the police station. Well, that, that's not going to save you. Because this hard-earned money that these taxpayers gave me, I'm willing to die for it. So, you know, but anyway, so we're getting up to election day, man, early voting. We're looking good. You know, we didn't we walk the neighborhood. We didn't hit the houses and and knocked on doors. It's 7,000 houses, I think, in my district. And we did three passes. We, we did 21,000 houses. We're ready to go. We've engaged every single community. Three days before the election, her campaign manager, Ron Jackson, uh, one of the biggest cheats in the world, um, he sends word out through a judge. But the person that told me won't tell me who the judge is. So I'm like, okay, I don't even know if this information is valid. Well, we're coming out the gate with twenty eight hundred votes, twenty eight hundred votes. So I go to my social media on my program and I put it out there. They're coming out with 2,800 votes. Aubrey does a story on it. So we're waiting. On election night, all of a sudden, we had a mysterious power outage. A mysterious power outage. Out of all the five races that were ran, I was the strongest one. And I know that because the people that were running in the other races, we became friends. Caroline Walters, Bridget Wade, and myself and Kendall Baker and they were all like, dude, if you get in there your first year, you should be board president. You know this like the back of your hand. So the lights go out. And normally when they drop the first batch of numbers, that's your that's your mail in ballots and that's your early voting numbers. So they actually have a right. three to four day gap where they can you know compile these numbers. And then as soon as the poll closes, it normally takes about 15, 20 minutes to drop these numbers. Well, that night it took almost three hours. Mysterious power outage. Everybody in the school board races, almost in our county, neighboring counties, all went to a runoff except for Gary Monroe. I lose the first night. I don't get to go to a runoff. But they didn't come out with 2,800 votes. Their first drop was Mm. 2,859. 2,859. Now, me. I'm, I'm a real guy. I can take an L any way you give it to me. And it, it just comes with the game. And I understand cheating comes with this game right now. Well, our campaign manager goes on social media and people are questioning. The voters are questioning. How does this guy lose the first night? It's no way. Well, he gets on there and he runs his mouth because I'm this and I'm that. I picked up the phone and called him. Say, man, let me tell you something. I'm going to take this L. But you ain't gonna shit in my face. I know what you did. Now, if you get back on social media, running your mouth again, I'm gonna come see if I can eat some lunch with you. I say, I know what you did, dude. And I, I mean, I know things about him. You know, I know people who's worked for him, and 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 the the, the chicanery that comes with him. So at that point, I talked to Aubrey. And, and that night, man, I'm going to be honest because I'm, 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 I'm a big guy, but I'm a sensitive guy. I was in tears because I knew what they were going to do to our kids in the school system. They're already trying to demonize them. You know, and I knew if I could get to that school board, I could help every single kid. Because honestly, I don't see a color when I see kids. I don't see a, a political affiliation when I see kids. I just see kids that are being deprived of an education. So- you know, that made me go all in, and I'm, I'm not backing off at all now. It's it's not going to happen.
1: So, so, Gary, where did, uh, if you know, I mean, one of the, when we did the Mules movie, um, you know, everybody kept asking us, well, where did the ballots come from, right? Where did the ballots come from? And so, so do, do you know, like when they say they're going to get 2,800 ballots and they find 20, 2,859, which is pretty. Pretty good, pretty good um, uh, estimating. Um, uh, Do you know where they're getting the ballots from in in Houston? It's
2: it's two different. It's two different spots, brother. They they're using the 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 voter rolls. That's the first thing they're doing. They're trying to locate dead people. Now, this is the thing. If you're the big time, I'm gonna just use my name. If Gary Monroe is the big time consultant and I run political campaigns, one I'm gonna use what they call the van system. I ended up with the van system because I was in a nonpartisan race. So I had the system from the Republican side and I had the system from the democratic side that I could use to locate my voters. And I mean, every single voter is in those systems on either sides of the ball. So I know that these people keep an actual law because I, this is what I was doing before I decided to run. I used to be a poll worker. I used to work campaigns for people. And I was one of the guys that stood at the voting polls and passed out the cards. So I'm working for, you know, you've heard the name before. I've worked for Dallas Jones in the past. So I'm not not trying to investigate him at that point, but just I'm I'm a sponge. So I'm trying to suck up the game, you know, as he's teaching it, he'll teach you the things that you need to know as far as how to work the poles and all that. But just being inside of that circle, I was able to see other things. So I'm like, this shit ain't right. A lot of this shit is not right. So, you know, that's that's how I was able to get inside. And then it's sort of like God just started opening doors for me to meet people and see things that I shouldn't be seeing. And, and, and at that point, you know, Folks are saying, man, be careful, and, you know, they might try to do something to you. I'm like, many people have did a check on me. My goons got goons. I'm not finna to play with them. And I put it out there. If you come for me, and this is the way I live my life every day, you got one shot at greatness. If you miss, it's going to be a problem. So they already know, you know, I'm not the average guy. Uh, I don't do anything illegal, but I will protect myself by all means. So you know they. So the, they don't. They don't. So know, these guys. I know
1: everything. Well, so these guys, um, they've got their list, whether it's NGP Van or you know whoever it is, um, they've got their list, they've got their process, they've got it down. They've been doing this forever, and they know it so well that they're able to to specify within what is that a a, a quarter of a percent? Uh, he said it's going to be twenty. They said it's going to be twenty eight hundred. It's actually twenty eight fifty nine. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's. That tells you a lot right there, right? That you could predict a, a first drop of a vote down to, you know, a, a fraction of a percent. Well, they've been, they've, um, they've
2: been doing it so long that they just they just kind of feel like they know how many votes it's going to take to win when they drop the first batch, which is the mail ballots and the early ballots. So they just basically put in that many. But then there's other ways that they're cheating, too, in Harris County. They're leaving sure. votes in the machines. From the primaries. So me and you, we run a voting location. We have no clue. You know, when the when the election is over in the primary, if their guy wins the primary, they'll leave two to three hundred votes in the machines. So when we get to the general and say me and you work in the same poll, when we open the doors, that candidate is ahead two to three hundred votes already.
1: So one of the things I think that most Americans don't really contemplate and, and you're touching on on some things that, that that I think America finally is waking up to. Certainly in Virginia uh, last year they did, and and folks like you stepping up. Uh, we were involved in a in a, a situation with a school board race down in a little town in um, in Yuma County, Arizona, called San Luis, um, and it, it seems like. The awareness of what's going on in these in these local races, what I call local races, the school board races in particular, um, is is heightened now. What, what do you just for just for we have a pretty pretty broad reach uh, across the country and can, can you can you give me a sense of? I mean, I think we all can see your passion and your love for the kids and and uh, what you bring to it, but can you give me a sense of what? What's going on in in the in the Harris County schools that that is is drawing the interest of of um, patriots and folks like you?
2: It's, It's the same no matter where you go. I mean, it could be in Harris County. It can be in Maricopa County. It can be anywhere. This is where they need to pay attention. Whenever there's a school board race, normally a year or two after that particular race, there's a bond issue. They want to bring up a bond like in HISD. We just had a school board race. So two years Amen. later, they want to pass a five billion dollar bond. Um, school systems are not in the kid business. They're in the real estate business. That's what they are in. They're in the real estate business. They're not in the school business. So they use the bonds and the normal tax money that they get. And nobody really pays attention to school systems that we, you know, we've just been living our lives, sending our kids to school. But it's a money pit. That's where it first starts when you're dealing with city and county government. There's an entity in the city and the county that we don't have our eyes on. It's billions of dollars there. And everybody in every elected position is connected. So let's just say we're in Yazoo, Mississippi. When there's an issue in the school system, don't you see the city council person, the state rep, you see the congressperson show up. It's They're all connected because they're all making money off this school system. And it's money under the table. I've been saying it for years. And then just a year and a half ago, well, no, it was actually last year in December. Former school board president, Rhonda Skillen Jones, indicted by the FBI for being in a bribery scheme. It, it's all out. And the guy that tried to bribe her tried to bribe me.
1: So it seems like the, the, and I know this is true in places all over the place. Um, My kids were in uh, the uh, Lake Travis school district over in, over outside of Austin, uh, you know, fairly affluent area. Um, Texas, What most folks don't know that Texas has something called Robin hood, basically where they, they get the affluent school districts to raise taxes and then, and that's done at the local level, so the legislature doesn't have anything to do with it. The affluent school districts raises taxes, and then they take those they, they take those then raise taxes, and and the legislature takes that money from those school districts and give it gives it to poorer school districts. It's called Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. I, I, a couple of things. First thing is um, that creates such animosity between folks. I mean, I think the reality is that parents, people like you and me and and, you know, folks that I know, um, look, they need they need to fix this stuff. Right. They're pitting parents against parents and kids against kids and white against black. And I mean, it, it's it's outrageous what 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 Texas does on this front. But I think what's most outrageous and what what what's most, um, you know, you know, frightening is that is that, you know, and you're starting to see, you know, the Hispanic vote start to, especially amongst the males, you know, folks like me and me and you, I think, you know, we're we're pretty close on this. I've never really understood until recently just how close the the Hispanic males are in particular, uh, females too, but but you're starting to see more and more folks coming to coming together. And this isn't about you know, white and black and Hispanic, and this isn't about, you know, Republicans and Democrats. This is, this is about parents and their kids and our desire to ensure that, you know, there's not nonsense going on, that the money that's out there is not being stolen. And, uh, and this, I believe is a, is a, um, is an issue, Gary, that's resonating with folks all over the country. This is a parent's issue. Right, I mean, this is something that you know. I could sit. I could sit down. I bet you and I could put together a meeting of folks um, that that would never have had an opportunity to come together ever in their lives for any particular reason. Uh, and we could probably all sit down in a room and agree on, agree on one thing: we want we want our kids to be taken care of. We want these schools to stop stealing money and to start taking care of these kids uh, and educating them. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they, they've they gotten to the point now where they don't even teach civics in schools. You know, they don't teach, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic. You know, back when I grew up, I went to, um, I grew up in the uh, Montgomery, Alabama public schools in the 1970s during integration. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, and the, there was, e- even with the, the specter of integration out there, there was there was not a huge disagreement that was going on about about what what various parents wanted for their kids. They wanted what was best for their kids. It didn't matter where they were coming from. And then I think that somehow over the you know, through the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands, that that people just kind of lost their way. I don't know. I don't know if they stopped caring about their kids, but they stopped. They didn't recognize the infiltration of the of the enemy into the school systems, and and now when I look I look across this country now and I'm thinking you know a lot of folks are waking up, a lot of folks are waking up, but it's not just you, mm-hmm. I mean there there's you know there's people all over this country who are saying enough's enough, I mean I've talked to people in. Um, Parents in, in uh, as I said, on the border in, in these border communities in Arizona and Texas, and and uh, we've talked to inner city folks the you know in in, uh, in big school systems like yours and in others, and people are all saying the same thing: they're done with this. Are you are you sensing that? No, it's, um, I mean
2: you are right on the money, man. Uh, the most dangerous kid that you'll ever run across is one that's armed with a diploma but a subpar education. Because they still have to survive regardless. Um, They're not in the business of educating kids. I mean, like in Texas, you know, our kids have to take the STAR test, which is basically a $90 million a year money grab. That's all it is.
1: You know, uh, can, you, can, can you tell can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Taylor, uh, our producer <laughs> sitting here when you said that he pointed at himself because uh, he, he grew up in that system. Right. And, and can you tell the people what that test is all about? That,
2: that test is bullshit. Let's just put it like that. It doesn't it's supposed to measure, you know, where the kids are. You know, are they learning what they need to learn? And and actually, it doesn't. Uh, the star test needs to be done away with because. One of Governor Abbott's friends who's supplying this software for this test is making $90 million a year. And it doesn't really tell us anything about how, you know, great these kids are, you know, as far as being students. And, and I know that when it's time for a child to go to go to college, there's only two tests that colleges really look at if they're still using them. That is the SAT and the ACT. They don't ask for 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 a uh, start test score. When your child is trying to enroll in college and I just re-enrolled in college three and a half years ago I'm 23 hours away from my bachelor's degree in criminal justice because I want to prosecute some of these criminals in the state of Texas So that's why I went back to school And when I signed up to go back to school and I hadn't been to college since 1988 They didn't ask me for a star test score So why are kids taking this test? It's a ninety million dollar a year money grab. That's all it
1: is. It's really, it's just really un- unfortunate. But as you said earlier, I mean, every the whole it's like a cabal, right? They're all laced up in it. You got, you know, commissioners attached to school board folks, and school board folks attached to money folks, and I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. It seems like a, a never ending, a never ending deal. But again, I, I think I choose to be optimistic here, uh, Gary. I mean, frankly, the fact you know, just seeing your video. And and uh, the reaction amongst my friends across the country and folks that I know, people writing me saying, "Did you see this? Did you see what he said?" Um, I I think I just choose to believe that 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 parents are waking up, and in part because of people like you and and some of these these. Mamas up in, uh, up in Virginia last year that chose to take on those school boards over all the nonsense going on up there, and we're seeing it in Arizona and California even. You're, you're starting to see parents starting to fight back. What's interesting about it to me, just as kind of a political guy who's been around for a couple of years, the left has known about this for a long time, Right. The left has been fighting this fight for a long time. They've been putting people in and building their little farm system of people that start in these school boards, and then next thing you know, they're state reps and state senators and U.S. senators and and maybe United States presidents and and those kind of things. But but the left has got this thing figured out. What I'm optimistic about is that is that the the, the parents and the parental right, if you will, is starting to wake up to this. They're starting to recognize, you know what? This school board race is important, and I'm going to get out and fight. And like you did, you said you raised what seven hundred dollars the first time and a hundred thousand the second time.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I tell you what, man—the the pandemic in in, in the scam pandemic—I I never had a vaccine and never wore mask and never got sick. But the pandemic was able to to open doors for us as parents that we had never ever thought about. You know, I, I always joke and I say it's two mysteries that I'm trying to figure out in the world. One is where did they hire Jimmy Hoffa? That's the first thing I really <laughs> want to figure out. And then two, how did all the black and the brown kids get dumb at the same time all across America? Figured it out. There, there's this national organization of school boards and they 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 run a playbook. So all our school systems and school districts are under this national umbrella of school boards. So they are the ones who have the game plan of how they're going to operate and how they're going to do what they need to do. But from from a biblical standpoint, for me, if you want to destroy the next generation, who do you start with? You start with the kids. You kill off the kids first. And this is where white America, black America. I got to have this conversation with everybody. And I told some soccer moms, I got real cool with some soccer moms from West U, some white soccer moms. I say, did you ever realize that you live in a bubble? You live in a bubble. You always thought everything was great. Your kid went to the best school and you didn't really have any issues. I say, but the whole time that you were doing that on my side of town, we were struggling. We were dealing with school closures and, and kids not being educated, violence, School's failing. I say, but my people knew about the corrupt individuals running our side of town. But you didn't have a clue that the people that govern you knew that my people were screwing us. Amen. But now they've gotten so powerful they've come back and decided to screw your affluent kids too. So this is why everybody's waking up and we have to be on the same level, on the same team. And that was part of the reason I spoke in that meeting the other day, because thank you for having me on your show, man. I'm a big fan. And and see if you can give me to Steve Bannon. That's my guy. I I really want to talk to
1: Steve. I'll call Bannon after we're done. Actually, I'll send him a copy of this. I think that'll do it.
2: So so (laughs) part of the reason that I spoke up and I've been speaking up is I'm tired of white America walking on eggshells. What I mean by that, is if you got something to say, then fucking say it. And if they don't like what you say, tell them to fix the problem that you're talking about. You see what I'm saying? It shouldn't be. Absolutely. It shouldn't, you shouldn't be racist because you feel like our elections are being stolen. You, you want to have that discussion? Then have that discussion. So here comes the black politician. Oh, you're trying to steal our civil rights. Well, the last time I looked, I went to the polls about two weeks ago. Ain't nobody asked me to count jelly beans. Ain't nobody asked me to say my ABCs backwards. Ain't nobody stealing no civil rights. And I and, and I remind people that don't really know. If we're talking civil rights, the only reason why you got them was because of the Republican Party. So let's be real about that. You wouldn't have civil rights if it wasn't for the Republicans battling for you. But I just laced big Democratic out. Op- that I talk to every day. I just laced him the other day on this. You're talking to me about somebody stealing our civil rights. Let's talk about your civil rights leaders. Tell me about the big six. He was like, what's the big six? Oh, you don't know. But as six prominent African-American civil rights leaders who took a million dollars from JFK to make your ass be quiet during the 60s. So did you really walk across the William Pettis period's to get the rights that you felt we deserved, or did King walk your ass across that bridge to get your head bust open, and you just didn't know it? But he had already gotten paid for it either way. This man was like, "Are you serious? Go do your research. It's right there." So those that are out there saying that 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 Greg or that Steve they're racist because they're saying this? Nah, they're not racist. They're smart, and now they're on your ass. And you don't want them to talk about it.
1: That's a fact. So I got one more thing to ask before we go, and and uh, and I am going to send this along to Bannon, and uh, and I'll encourage him to bring you along. We, what, what? I think I think that that the everything you said on this on this call is going to resonate with folks. It's going to resonate with parents. It's going to resonate with people, and it doesn't matter their color. What? What do you think the most important thing that we could do to to continue the recruitment of folks like you um, and, and people that you know to run in these school board races and run in these what I call local races around the country? Um, what, what's the most important thing that, that we need to, to know about? When we're out recruiting folks and trying to get them to run for a school board or get them to run for for a local race. We,
2: we got to take color out the equation. We, we we have to stop putting people in office just because of their name. Sheila Jackson Lee, 28 years, just because of name, not because of her work. You know, uh, as an African-American, when I run for office, I always tell people vote for me because I'm the most qualified person, not because I'm black. I tell them that in my community. If you don't feel I'm qualified, don't vote for me. But from my perspective is we have to build the spiritual army. We we got to bring God into the Amen. equation and we have to let God guide us. Now, the good thing about this fight that I'm in and that you're in, and I don't even know if you ever thought about it. Some days you might wake up and say, man, why am I doing this? God, why did you choose me?
1: I, I did. I did. Well, I was in jail here a few weeks ago. I promise you that. Well,
2: in order for us to get to where we need to get with, with fair elections, with having the right people in the right positions, some of us are, are going to have to lose our jobs. Some of us are going to have to go to jail. What we are in the middle of and nobody really wants to understand it, it's not a civil war. We're in the middle of the civil rights movement all over again. And remember, in order for that to actually happen and work the way it needed to work, it took all of us. It, it 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 took good a good Jewish kid to lose his life in Mississippi to help some black folk. You see what I'm saying? So black people have to help white people. White people have to help black people. All ethnicities have to band together against these demons that are out here trying to steal democracy. Well, not trying to steal; they're stealing it. You know, but you're not going to steal my democracy. And I give you credit on something and I've been saying it for years, man. You and Catherine went to jail, and let me tell you something. I've been saying it for years. I will not be a true revolutionary for our people, and I mean all of our people, black, white, everybody, until I go to jail. They won't send me. You know why they won't send me? Because I remind them, if I go, I get discovery in a courtroom, and I will unload. It will be so much doubt on that jury, they'll never convict me. Because I can prove everything. So we all have to come together and we have to be prepared to go to jail, lose our jobs. Like like when my man Scott Henry, you know, lost his job over in uh uh when they said he said something racist in the in 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 a school board meeting. All the black leaders went out there to villainize him. I waited a week and then I went out at the next school board meeting and stood in front of everybody in that room and said what Scott said was not racist. What he said was the truth. You didn't want to hear it because he's talking about HISD. But if he talks too much, he might just crack the crack the code and sci fi ISD. That's why they went after Scott. So they're going to go after us blacks. They're going to go after whites. Me, I'm ready for them. Bring it on. You can bring it on. And I'll fight this battle every day. The people named me the five star general. And all I'm trying to do is build a diverse army. Of educated people that want to fight these battles all across the country, let's go to warfire kids. Let's go to warfire country, and let's get it back to what it where it was again. Trump created something when he said "Make America Great Again." God damn it, that's what we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to fight to make that happen.
1: Gary well, this has uh, been one of the, the uh, most um, enlightening and. Uh, 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 Really satisfying interviews that that we've done since we've been doing patriot games. you're not only knowledgeable but you're you're a true patriot and uh you know a believer in 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 America and what it can be. And uh, and I'll tell you this, I'll, I'll stand there and Catherine and everybody I know, Taylor and all of our team are going to stand there and fight with you through all of this. And uh, we appreciate you so much. And thanks for joining us here on Patriot Games. And I uh, look forward to seeing you when I'm in Houston here in a few weeks.
2: Man, I appreciate it. So I just want to tell the people, man, I decided that that parasite in Harris County, Rodney Ellis Commissioner, one, you the first man to hit in two years. I'm going to run against Ellis. Let's start in our school board elections and city council elections next year, next year. But let's take this clown out. Let's take
1: it out and take Harris County. Absolutely. Out. Listen, we're hundred percent for you here. And, and, uh, and we know a lot of folks in, in your part of the world and, uh, we'll jump in and help you with that. That it's critically important to Harris County, Texas, and all of America that, that some of these clowns are taken out of, uh, taken out of, uh, uh, these positions of power and and authority to steal the money and do the things that they do. So listen, I can't thank you enough for being on this show and I look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Happy Thanksgiving, friend. friend, Thank you. Wow. Gary, that was, uh, that was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on to Patriot games. This um, approach that he takes, well, it may not be exactly for everyone, it's the fight. It's the passion. It's what we have to bring to all the work that we're doing, whether it's uh, you know in San Diego, California, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or Houston, Texas, or anywhere in between. We have got to find folks like Gary Monroe to support, to help, uh, that are taking the fight to the bad guys. Um, and I guess you saw and, and heard from him, like I did, that uh, the passion and the, and the patriotism and, and his belief in, in the good and, and godliness of America is um, runs deep in his veins and uh, and I hope that um, I hope that we all learned a little bit of something from from the time that he allowed us today. Again, thank you for joining us on Patriot Games this week. We'll see you next week.
0: Patriot games PatriotGames.com. Now, back to your host, Greg Phillips.
1: When we started Patriot Games, we had absolutely no idea how we were going to be able to put this together and, uh, uh, Taylor, our executive producer and, and, all of us just kind of jumped in and started putting together equipment and started putting together the, the pieces that ultimately became this. Um, I'm so grateful for the, the people that have signed up to support us on Patreon. Um, and it's, it's really sort of gratifying and humbling a little bit, uh, when we first started this and then launched that first episode of the prelude, um, we didn't even really know what to think. Uh, we just kind of stuck it up there. We stuck a camera up there. I don't even think we had all our lights lit. The You know, we had all manner of stuff going wrong. Um, but uh, for those of you that have chosen to uh, support us through Patreon, I can't thank you enough. Um, we're going to get you some interesting information. We're going to give you a list of uh, of some of the episodes that are upcoming and let you have an early look at that and uh, we'll continue to provide you with new and interesting information. Appreciate y'all so much. Please, uh, if you're so inclined, uh, support us on Patreon. It'll help us uh, continue to make this program better for everybody.
0: You've been listening to Patriot Games. Privacy is a thing of the past. No matter where you are, you're being watched. No one is off the grid the intelligence community has access to technology that most americans can't even imagine and this show is here to expose all of it for more info to contact and to stay up to date visit the website at patriotgames.com until next time keep your eyes open